Hello, it's Louise again with the Knit British podcast. Knit British supports wool that's been grown, spun or dyed in the UK. Episode 16 and the small gestures. It's lovely to see you. Big hello to those of you who are joining the Knit British podcast for the first time. It's very nice to see you. Thank you for joining in. And of course, hello to returning listeners. It's always lovely to see your smiling faces come back and back again. It's been, oh, I'd say it's been a bit of a mad week, but a quick one. And the weather's been much cooler and a little bit more wintry. Although I have to say... We've had some fantastic mild weather here in Shetland. Today has been particularly lovely, actually. Even though there was, when I was standing at the bus stop coming back from work, there was a little snow shower, just a very small one. It wasn't quite hail, but it wasn't quite snow. Somewhere in between, but to me that was, that was sort of nice. Just a gentle reminder. I I like the gentle reminders that winter is coming rather than the full-on storm force winds and hail and snow and sleet and such like so that was a gentle reminder that winter is here (laughs) this week i am really intending this to be a shorter podcast because i'm recording this on friday afternoon it's about 4 30 and i've got to get ready to go out for a staff night out in a couple of hours so i'm really aiming to make this a quick one (laughs) so on this episode i have for you some news including kidness craft collective retreat in the new year i've got a swap I've got cast on and we're going to talk a little bit about festive doings. So grab a whip and a beverage of choice and let's go. So are you feeling Christmassy yet? I'm slightly better than I was last time. Not, as I say, not full on bar humbug, but it takes me a little while to get into the Christmas spirit. And I've been doing the festive advent on the Knit British blog um, if, which if you've been watching it each day I've posted something this month so far whether it be you know what I'm doing now in terms of festivities uh, maybe a pattern pick uh, most definitely there there are some gift ideas for knitters on there and that's helping me get a little bit more festive I will also be posting some of the days on Twitter or and Instagram because I'm on Instagram now I can't remember if I told you that and I'm the same on Instagram as I am on Twitter. It's at knit underscore British. So if you think you've maybe missed a pot, maybe missed a post on the blog, or I've forgotten, I haven't. It's probably that it's on Twitter and Instagram because these things. I don't want to subscribers to Knit British. Don't want to deluge you with short little posts. But I will also be doing things on Instagram and Twitter as well for the Knit British festive advent. Um, but yes, it's helped me feel a little bit more festive. And and yeah, I, I, the decorations aren't up yet, though. Are your decorations up? Mine aren't going up, actually, because we're going away for Christmas. So there isn't really much point of decorating the house when we're, when we're not going to be in it. But I might um, probably put up my bunting that I got last year in the Caithness Craft Collective Winter Swap. I got some beautiful bunting, so I will, I will string that up, but there's no tree. I'm really looking forward to our festive break. It's just nice to 
take the pressure off all the gift buying and all that festive planning that you have to do. And, you know, we've said to friends and family, like, let's not do presents, let's do presents for the kids. But, you know, we really don't need anything. So if you have to get something, get us a bottle of wine or a nice bag of coffee or something. You know, we, we really don't need anything because we'd have to take it to our festive getaway flat in Edinburgh and then take them all back again. <laughs> So, you know, we don't need we don't need that. And me and the lovely fella we're also dialing back the presents this year again because we have to take them away with us and open them and bring them back. But it's it's just nice to dial it back because the most important thing is us and spending the time off that we have together. Nice not to have to synchronise visits and mealtimes with other family members. And that's not to say that we're shunning the family, but it's just nice to do something with our time, because we have this this time off at this time of year, it's just nice to do something together. And, you know, I do think we can, we can go a bit mad with Christmas shopping and gift buying. And then there's the Christmas shopping anxiety that comes with it as well for a lot of us. And, you know, my friends and I, we don't tend to buy presents for each other. We, you know, we'd rather have a night out or go for a special meal or, you know, have a lovely cake together. And spend our time together and it's it's our time that counts you know buying a big expensive present that doesn't really matter it's the time that we spend with one another that that actually counts and we do the same with cards every year the lovely and fell and i we give a donation to charity rather than sending cards because quite often we open a card half a pound of glitter falls out and it's a nice oh yeah we got a card from such and such to put in the mantelpiece and that's lovely I, i you know if you want to send a card send a card but the people that are in my life, friends and family that I can see. I like to be able to phone them up or meet them in person and say, happy Christmas, and let them know that I'm thinking about them over Christmas. And some of my friends and family aren't close by, and so there's the wonderful world of social media, which spreads my wishes far wider and very quickly than Royal Mail could ever cope with. It's the small gestures, and you might say that sending a card is a small gesture, but... You know, I quite like to, to to spend the money that I would spend on cards and stamps uh, and give it to a charity that might be able to benefit from that money more. And this year, we've decided to make our donation to Save the Children. And sometimes I'll do a local Shetland charity. Last year, it was the local mental health charity Mind Your Head. But this year, it's Save the Children. And the reason that I decided to go with Save the Children is because... On Friday the 12th of December, it is Christmas Jumper Day and at the library we are having Christmas Jumper Day and that is in aid of Save the Children and I thought, yeah, that's the charity this year. We would be doing Secret Santa at work as well and, it, and you know, no more than £5 and that really is a lovely gesture, isn't it, To that everyone gets a present and you don't know who it's from and it's... Again, it's the small the small gestures that matter instead of the big ones and they can mean so much more. And hence that is why I am doing the small gestures pattern swap in the Knit British Ravelry group. I left it a wee bit late to do a festive swap where you go out and buy something for your swap partner. But actually it's nice just to make this small gift of a pattern. You know, it could be something that's been in your favourites or your queue for a long time and you've really, really wanted to to knit that and just haven't got around to it, stick it in your wish list, which you can do by queuing the item and ticking the box that says add this PDF to my gift list, or go into your favourites and um, 
tag something, tag the patterns you like with gift. Then you can go over to the Knit British Ravelry group and post in the thread that you want to take part. And I'll close that thread and sign ups the week before Christmas. Then I'll pair you up. And once you get your partners, you go to their wish list in their queue or if they tell you that they've tagged items in their favourites because some people don't want to add things to the queue that they actually don't intend to knit and that's fair enough you know that seems to be the only way that you can add anything to your wish list by actually queuing it so again you can tell your partner that you've decided to tag things in your favourites as gift and gift that pattern to your swap partner it's easy but it's really lovely really lovely I'll open up a thread after that and you can share your pattern progress. It's not really a cal. I'm a, just a little bit called out, just a little bit. Although I will be comparing some cals in the new year and hopefully we'll have a knit British cal, um, which I'll tell you more about in the new year. I'll, put, I'll open up a thread. You can share the patterns that you've got. You can tell us about what you're going to knit it in, what you want to knit it in, when you're going to cast it on. And I'll just leave it open. It's like a cal but there's no deadline it's just a place for you to share those patterns and let us see your finished object when that time arrives you can show off your small gesture knits it's just a nice idea and lots of people are interested in taking part so do if you are interested jump over to knit british group on ravelry and sign up in other news related to, to Ravelry groups. Louise Hunt from Caithness Craft Collective is having a retreat next year uh, in John O'Groats from the 28th of May to the 31st. It's at the Natural Retreats Accommodation, which is part of the John O'Groats Inn. And it's very lovely and very swish because the lovely fella and I nearly ended up going there this Christmas. But it was a little bit too much of a trek uh, at Christmas. The self-catering accommodation is very, very nice indeed. So what better to have a lovely meat, knit, craft, create weekend. And there's no nicer host than Louise because if you listen to me, chances are you listen to her. And we all know she's fantastic and lovely and a wee imp when she's got a wee whiskey in her. So I think this is going to be a fantastic weekend. If you're interested, then go over to the Caithness Craft Collective group on Ravelry to the sign-up thread and sign up before Christmas Eve, I think. It's going to cost about £125 for the weekend. That's a bit tentative at the moment, but she doesn't think it'll go up any more than that. Uh, A deposit of £50 is due by the end of January. And, you know, I'm really looking forward to this. I... I'm definitely on up for that. I have to think about the logistics of getting there because it'll probably be a flight from Shetland to Inverness and then probably a train to Wick or Thurso. I'll need to find out which is sort of closest and then bus travel from, from there on. So it'll still be a wee bit of a trek for me, but I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be fantastic. If I do, if I do manage to go, it'll be my second retreat of 2015 because I'll be going on pod retreat in February, which has been organised by Nick from Yarns from the Plain, which has changed location now. It was going to be in Chester, but there was a little bit of a double booking going on. But now, after lots of uh, hard work on her behalf and probably a good slug of dams and gin to get over the stress of it all, we are now changed to a rural North Wales location in a farmhouse um, near Denby, I think. And I'm even more looking forward to it now. I think it's just going to be a lovely, chillaxing weekend, knitting with friends, making new friends and 
probably eaten and laughing quite a lot. The only drawback is that the lovely Chrissy Fletcher from the Stitch Together podcast can't come now because it's a little bit further than she can. She's able to travel, so it's so a little, little bit sad that she can't make it. But um, I'm I'm still looking forward to uh, what that weekend will be. And I think. There is still a place available, I think. Um, you you will have to ask Nick about that because she's the one that's organising it and you can find the pod retreat thread in the Tales from the Plain Ravelry group, which I will put the link to on the show notes. I think there is a place for uh, either one person who's happy to pay a little bit more for a double room or two people who are willing to share a double bed. Get in touch with Nick and find out because I do think that this is going to be quite special. It is in a, in a lovely big farmhouse. There is nothing around but greenery and hills and forests and it's going to be a really lovely um, location as well as a really great weekend. So I think if there are places left then you should get in touch with Nick. I tell you, I'm going to be so jet set next year because after Pod Retreat, then it's the Edinburgh Yarn Festival, which is the 14th and 15th of March. Are you coming? Are you taking a class? There's lots of classes which are sold out, but there are still plenty up for grabs. And I've got a little list. These are among among the classes that are still available. Brioche Stitching with Natalie Merchant, Hazel Tyndall's Fair Isle Wristies, The Crochet Project, both of Martina... BEM's classes, there's still some places available. There is some places available on Carol Feller's short row class. Now, I think that's one that I would be interested in taking. Very, very, very interesting workshop, I think, because short rows are a bit of my, a little bit of a downfall for me, so I think that'd be fantastic. Emily Vessel from Tin Can Knits is doing a workshop on her pop blanket. Rachel Coopy has a workshop on socks, The Next Step. Claire Devine's got an introduction to so- socks workshop. Isolde has a class on manipulating stitch patterns. Tom of Holland's got darning classes on both days and there's more. So there are still spots available. Quite a lot of it's sold out. Uh, Vera Valmaki, I think, is totally sold out now as is uh, Karina Westerman's classes, which mm, I'm annoyed because I would like to done the Continental Knitting one. There are still some things up for grabs, so if you think you're coming along, then do have a look on the website, which is www.edinyarnfest.com and in the menu you'll find the, the, the Book of Class link. Classes cost £47 and that's for a class and your entry on the day, which is really good. And I think if you're interested in attending the whole weekend, then there is another price. I think it's £53 to to have a class on one day and entry for both days at the festival. Are you going to come to Podcast Lounge? We are going to have a podcaster meet-up each day, as well as Q&As, on-the-sofa interviews, surgeries. It's going to be lots of fun. If you need any info on this at all, if you're a podcaster or you're coming along then get in touch with me. You can email me at louise at knitbritish.net and I'll be glad to hear from you to talk about any of your podcast lounge needs or wants, within reason. I'll not mince my words on this. I am really looking forward to this and helping create a podcast community area at the Edinburgh Yarn Festival. It's all about meeting your favourite podcasters and for us to meet you lovely listeners. And, you know, we are nothing, nothing without our listeners and I for one can't wait to meet you chaps and get the opportunity to interview 
um, some fantastic Embryon Festival VIPs and report back to those of you who can't come along on the day um, and share that Embryon Festival love. I really hope to see you there. I have a spreadsheet now with uh, what's going to be happening in the podcast lounge. I think there's going to be something every hour of the, the weekend. It's really good and you know, it's nothing has given me more pleasure than to be part of this and to be asked to be involved with it and I I'm really hoping that we do something fantastic uh, there and that everyone who wants to take part in it really enjoys themselves so I really do hope to see you there again if you need more information about the podcast lounge if you're a podcaster and you want to come along and um, come along to the meetup or anything like that then it's louise at knitbritish.net cast on cast off i only have one cast on this week and i I know that i still haven't taken pictures of my cast offs from last week but by the time i get home from work it's quite dark outside so i sort of really need to do it on a weekend when i'm home to get pictures taken but i really hope that i'll get pictures of antarctis and lapsang up on the show notes for this podcast i've cast on Another Wedbeck, Wedbeck the second, um, from Karina Westman. I've not finished with my first one yet, which is being knit in jumper weight, Jimison and Smith in a fantastic rust orange colour. I think it's FC38. But you might remember last time I was telling you that I'd finished Antarctis in Chrissy Day's North Pennine's Blue Face Leicester. And I was going to give it to my mum to gift on as a special present. But then I thought maybe she would like the choice of two special shawls because Antarctis is very fresh and a little bit modern and the person as far as a little bit older so maybe she'd prefer something that was a bit more traditional but I also wanted to keep that um, slight contemporary feel and so I thought I'll knit a Wedbeck and this Wedbeck is being knit in John Arbin Viola, which I got at Yarndale. I think I maybe told you that, that they had little odds and ends of yarn, and I managed to get three little odds and ends of the same dye lot of Viola, which is, I think it's the North Sea colour, which is a really beautiful blue. And that Viola yarn is uh, colour mixed, so it looks like it's been hand dyed so there are little flecks of other colours in there and it's you know a little bit shimmery a little bit semi-solid kind of look to it oh that's I suppose that's the look that they're going for so I'm knitting that and it's knitting up really quickly it's I'm past the stage I am at with my four ply version and I'm loving it and I'm really loving it knitting it in in double knit and I'm really hoping that my mum says that she likes the Antarctic so I can keep the wet back <laughs> but it's Viola is full of air. It's so warm. I knit the Age of Brass and Steam uh, in the cinnamon colourway and it's been washed and blocked loads of times and it's still plump with air and warmth. I love it. Love it. Lovely, lovely, lovely yarn. But that's my only project at the moment. Although I still have the feeling of wanting to knit all the things but trying desperately not to. Also this week I got a package in the post from Skeen Queen. Uh, She had a little mini shop update uh, last week and Two skeins of Voluptuous in the Verdigris colourway happened to fall into my basket as a little Christmas present to myself. I have to try and feel festive, you know. It's all all to try and feel festive. Um, so that arrived this week and it is fantastic. Really, I mean, Verd, it, it is Verdigris. It just looks like Verdigris. It's lovely, really lovely. And I think I might knit a vertebrae or a, a shrug of some sort in it because I quite like to have my arms and uh, back 
um, warm and so I thought I might or possibly a vest uh, you know that might be nice as well although that eliminates the arms part but I could always wear a long sleeve shirt underneath that so yes but, um, very excited to knit with that and I might take that away um, at Christmas uh, to start knitting with that I also now since I last spoke to you about the Scully cardigan and how I might knit it in Shillersdale and I might knit it in Brigantia or I might knit it in Artisanal British Blueface Blend, I also might knit it in Toft Ulysses because now I have a jumper's worth of that and that is pretty spectacular yarn so that also arrived uh, since the last podcast so dangerous I could I could potentially have have um, a struggle on my hands with choosing which yarn to use. Thank you for all the feedback from last from the last episode of the podcast. I love that so many of you also feel like me that life is too short to knit the things you do not like. I think we need a sort of knitter's charter to issue to people who ask us to knit things for them that they like that we don't necessarily like, but we'll knit it because we like to knit. You know that's what they say, and probably knit it in acrylic as well. <laughs> Or maybe we need to, you know, to, to something to issue as well to, ch- to charities who often think that knitters will just knit anything. I feel vindicated, brothers and sisters, that you also <laughs> do not like to knit things that you don't like. Although there were a couple of you who said you couldn't help it and you felt that you should knit something because you could knit. But don't. Don't get sucked in. Don't get sucked in. If you don't like it, my friends, don't friggin' knit it. <laughs> Also thanks to you for your love of Chrissy Day's North Pennines Blueface Lester, which I reviewed last time, because she cleared it out. She emailed me uh, last week to say she'd sold out of the Blueface Lester. And in fact, Terry got in touch on the blog to say that I was right and it's an, a heavenly and sensational yarn. Um, so you, you cleared her out. That's a first for Knit British, I think. And of course, I was right. Because I will never, ever, ever, ever give you a fake review and I will never endorse anything that I don't believe in or that I don't actually think is all that. Because, you know, I never want to sound detached from the items that I review. And most a lot of the time I'm reviewing yarn that I've bought myself to knit with and quite often people send me yarn and I will state, let's put out this sort of, you know, in the news recently there was the thing about the video bloggers who haven't said when they've been, you know, paid to do endorse a product. Um, sometimes I do get sent yarn and in fact I got sent yarn this week and I will tell you that I was sent that yarn and I will still give it an honest review and it hasn't happened yet but if I don't like it I'll say exactly why I don't like it because I want you to get a real idea of the product from me and if I love it I will tell you and if I don't love it I definitely will tell you because there's no other way to do it. I really don't believe that you should endorse items that you don't believe in. For me it's all about British rule and I love British rule anyway but I don't want you to go out and buy something that I say, yeah, it's great, when actually it's crap. I'll never, ever do that to you. And I I hope you know that. The Wool and Bricks giveaway, which I had on the blog for the last couple of weeks, the lovely Morella from Wool and Bricks, thank you to her. She has given away a copy of her anima hat pattern and her kumbu mitts which feature a lovely bit of color work on both of them the the competition closed today for entries and i will put the winners on the blog next week but thank you very much to Marilla for a lovely giveaway it's always so kind of her last time she gave away her lado sweater pattern which is just phenomenal beautiful charming yoked sweater and she's a big advocate of using british wool and so hooray for her and thanks thanks again so much for giving away those patterns 
I want to say a huge hello and a big hug to my Twitter mocker, Spinning Gwenny, who is Gwen Fowler, and she's not been well recently and she's had a stint in hospital and she's home now and I just wanted to say that I have been thinking about you and sending get well wishes and sending lots of strength and all good vibes to you Gwen you're a lovely lovely lady and I'm really glad for the wonderful world of Twitter to to have got to know you because you're absolutely fantastic she has a breakfast bunch on Twitter called the Dawn Tweeters hashtag Dawn Tweeters and they all get up and, and say hello to each other every morning and quite often I haven't had my coffee yet and I'm not in a good place to be social and <laughs> but I can't tell you how nice it is to see that every morning those you know people tweeting particularly Gwen because she's got a great humour and a great spirit so hello to you Gwen and big Knit British hugs to you and also hello to the new kids in the Knit British Ravelry group hello to Edith Meyer who is Edith from Arlington hello to Jill Wah hello to Tingestar who is Maya from Sweden hello to Knit Addict in Berlin hello to Jack Stuff in Edinburgh and hello to Hannah John in Reading. Welcome to the Knit British Ravelry Group. It's lovely to have you there and do say hello in the hello thread and tell us a little bit about yourself if you haven't done that already. Well that is it now and I think I have done super super fast this time. I'll be back in a couple of weeks give or take because I might podcast before we go away on our Christmas break. Um, I might podcast during but I shall let you know through the wonderful world of social media and on the blog. Oh, there's somebody at the door. Oh, I forgot to check. She's probably checked the microphone settings. I never thought. Uh, nope, you need the right one. Is it right? Yeah. Are I you sure? I made a thought there. Sorry, I wasn't looking. Oh my God. No. Like, I can't work on these conditions, Clint. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, so that really is the, the end and I, as I say I'll be back within a couple of weeks um, give or take and I'll let you know when that is have a lovely 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 run up to Christmas and I will be there with my festive advent blog posts and sometimes I'll do it on Twitter or Instagram I hope I can still find things to be festive about hopefully you won't get pictures of like Scrooge or anything like that <laughs> take good care until I see you again and enjoy our knit related end song which is by Ren Ross, although I can't remember the title of it because that's in the kitchen. I should have got my interrupter to go and get it for me. But it is available from musicalley.com and I will put the links up on the show notes. It's good to have a knit-related song. I, you, you always give me great feedback about those and I really hope that that resource doesn't run out, <laughs> that there will be no knit or wool-related songs after a while. I might have to resort to singing Baba Black Sheep or something and you really don't want that. <laughs> Take good care and I'll see you again soon. Bye now. It had to be you It had to be you I wandered around And finally found An animal who Spins yarn that is true Yarn that I can dye If I think I'd rather have pink, well, that's okay too. A llama or hare have five.
Thanks for listening to the Knit British podcast. You can find out more at www.knitbritish.net. You can email me, louise at knitbritish.net. And I'm also on Twitter at knit underscore British. 